Welcome down to this week's episode of Paddy Toss Golf, presented as ever by those beautiful people at SeedGolf.com. Premium golf balls for half the price. It's an absolute no-brainer. If you haven't tried them, and if you see me somewhere, just ask me for one. Or just go on and order like the trial pack. You get one one of each sleeve or something. So uh, absolutely, definitely something to try out, especially if you're like me and you, you tend to lose the premium golf balls after a couple of holes. And then, you well, I used to revert back to like a, a pinnacle or <laughs> maybe an old PT professional or whatever they were called, a professional pro ballad ball. But um, I discovered Seed two, three years ago, three years ago now, and haven't looked back since. Also, sponsored the podcast, Drew's Golf, founded in Ireland. Now we're not of Edinburgh, let's be transparent about it, but they still fuel a lot of Irish jobs here, born in this country, employ some of my friends as well, actually, in, in sales and, and in operations, so really, really good people and have fantastic line of products. I've got that Klima, or Klima 2.0 jacket, and while it's too warm the last couple of weeks to wear it, I still worn it because it's class. But yeah, check them out, give them some support. Yes, they had some teething issues with DPD, but sure, who did not? Um, and they're pretty good in the customer service side. If you DM them on, DM them on Instagram or uh, get onto their customer support, they, they are pretty quick getting back. Fair play to them. This week's episode is a special one. And a couple weeks ahead of time, we get to speak with Matt Saundercock, Director of Golf at Mount Juliet, where the Dubai Duty Free Irish Open is being held the first week of July. And I can't thank Matt enough for his time. We were down there a couple of years ago, and it's possibly the worst sounding audio uh, podcast I've ever put together. It was new to the mic. Hopefully it's a bit better today. I did the interview by phone. So if you like the audio, let me know. Um, and if you'd like me to have a, a proper chat with Matt when I get down to Mount Juliet in a couple of months, let me know. Should we do it? Should we do a 2.0 Sonicock episode? Let me know. But look, at you listen, you press play to listen to an episode. Without any further ado, roll it there. Listen, we talking about practice. Joe Bradley told us the production line was finished in Kerry. Well, Joe Bradley, what did he get at? Mr. Sondercock. Yeah, no problems. Whatever you need. Absolutely. Welcome back to the show, Matt. How are things? Yeah, good, Paddy. Yourself, all keeping well? All keeping well, yeah. Um, yeah. Figured out how to do these things by phone, so... But really, really, <laughs> really looking forward to, like, coming down to Mount Juliet again and do it in person. Without the leaf blower this time, maybe. But um, Yeah, we'll take the leaf blower out. We'll make sure we have a nice <laughs> quiet corner for us and it'll be nice and easy. And with a coffee or something stronger. <laughs> we had this episode scheduled... I don't know, like a year to the day, maybe, maybe 13 or 14 months. And then a little thing about, you know, coronavirus happened. So how has the year been for you and for Mount Juliet? Well, I don't know where you start for the last year, the 14 months thing. Everyone's endured their own uh, trials and tribulations. And us here as a resort, it's been no different. So we've really, we've benefited from certain time and, and space to do things on the golf course, you know. So the greenkeepers have worked incredibly hard in the off season to, to do what they could and where, where restrictions permitted, they've got as much work done as they could. The hotel has gone from strength to strength on its reopening there just a few weeks ago. So, yeah, we've put ourselves in a good place. We've done a lot of uh, 
how would you word it? I guess it's uh, inner learning. So you learn a lot about yourself during the past year or so, and you learn how to deal with these things. And I think that's something that we've all taken from it and how we deliver it and how we deliver that service now to the guest and the golfer as we uh, as we come into the, the new positive summer season. No, absolutely. I think everybody has done a bit of work on themselves yeah. <laughs> and their surroundings <laughs> and, their, and their back gardens. And definitely um, golf courses I've seen have put in, many have put in massive investment. Yeah. How, how would the course set up differ this year compared to if one was ran last year, maybe? Well, I think last year is slightly different on the basis of a tournament was set for May. Uh, so the May tournament date for us was always going to be a little bit tight for a park, as you can imagine, particularly this year. You know, the, tr- the leaves weren't really on the trees all that early. So now we're in for a July date, kind of the traditional Irish Open date. So for the July Jury for Irish Open to be back in its rightful place in the middle of summer to kickstart the UK swing. Um, you know, they're going to Scotland, they go to England after for the Open. So now we're in a really strong place. The greens are going to be firm. The rough is is up. It's very tough around here right now. So the members are definitely seeing a little bit of a difference there, although they're coping very well with the golf course. We're now able to make sure and ensure we can deliver the full services to the golf course, to the players. So it's not going to be a, a stroll in the park, pitch and park kind of park from this year. I would never call Mount Juliet a, a pitch and put, but for, <laughs> but for some of the visitors come first week of July, and that might, that might have been the case for some of them. And you've had some some really good announcements over the past week in terms of how this year's tournament might suit their calendar as opposed to last year. So uh, for people who've been under a stone for the last couple of weeks, <laughs> you might let us know some, some of the, the people who've committed recently. Yeah, so right now, as we sit here today, we obviously, Graham McDowell is there. So we have Audrey Harrington, we have Shane Lowry and Rory McIlroy. So having every all of the major winners there, committed, confirmed, returning back to the home open, so to speak, is a fantastic position for us as a venue and, and as a nation to better welcome back these the golfing superstars of present and past. And, and no doubt there'll be a few more players along the way. And Jonathan Caldwell winning there at the weekend. He's now a, an Irish winner to add to the list. Absolutely. And, and like for, for an island of our size, um, you know, people like Johnny are absolutely helping us punch above our weight in terms of a yeah. number of golfers per, per quota type of. Oh, yeah. Huh? You know, it's uh, it's definitely the Floyd Mayweather of the uh, the golfing world. I'd say Ireland, they can deliver, that's for sure. And the players that come out of it is fantastic. And that's only a nod to uh, the coaching you receive as youngsters in the nation and, and for Neil and his team at uh, Golf Ireland there for producing what they can. But the talent that's on show in the country, it's uh, its very good. Even Mark Power there from Kilkenny itself doing very well again this week in the amateur season. So all these things are really positive for the golf and for the future of uh, future golf for the country. No, absolutely. Mark Power, he's, uh, he's definitely someone to watch. Uh, very exciting. Comes from a big golfing family, both mother and father. Um, steeped, steeped in history in the amateur game. Um, and he was, yeah. on, he, was, he was on the show here before the, the Walker Cup where he kind of showcased himself and Mr. Murphy that Ireland are, are here to be counted and, and really and they did yeah you know they, they really they really showed what they're made of and both of them fantastic servants I think for the country there for the golf and you know, Mark being a local to us here we see a good bit of Mark so he's down a good bit along with Jimmy from Kilkenny itself so you know the golf the golf is all over the country it's not just little pockets of it as well I think that's something that's uh, the Irish Open for us here so being able to to showcase what we can offer in the southeast, it's not just southwest, it's not just north, it's not just in the middle of the country, you know. The Dubai Duty Free Irish Open returning to us here 
it's it's brilliant. You know, we've not had a major event since 2004, so it's been a long time in coming. But the last last Irish Open, so to speak, in those days, then was in 1995. So, for 26 years in the waiting, and the, the last year has been a long one to wait for sure. <laughs> it's, it's been quite a year. I know. I know when the Irish Open, the last Irish Open I was at was in Lahinchen. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. couldn't couldn't attend last year, and I, I wasn't one of the lucky few to get one of the lottery this year, and that kind of shows. You know, the interest that's there, yeah. but also like the limited amount to take. Let's be real here. You know, we still have a, a pandemic to negotiate. But for It is, and we're very yeah. fortunate there. You know, being a pilot scheme, we're very fortunate to have that. So to have that initial support network to be able to produce this event is, is huge. And that's hats off to the Europeans also to produce their safety charters that they have in place. And then we'll be able to carry that through here for the dry duty free Irish Open so that everyone knows it's, it's safe to attend. And we'll be doing everything here on site to do the same. Yeah, and like some of the some of the protocols that they really are kind of leading the way. The golf was the first yeah. sport back globally, you know. So they're at the yeah the, the what do they call it? the PowerPoint the the front line anyway of how to deal with these things. So how, how would yeah. if you worked from the tournament last year from yourself maybe in the team at Mount Juliet, what have you learned in, in relation to kind of dealing with the pandemic from a from a golfing and visitor point of view? I think the big thing now is really it's it's much more fluid than it ever used to be. And from that, what I mean is that things can change regularly and rapidly, uh, whether that's at the European tour working with us or whether that's just a visitor or a guest. Everyone's much more now understanding of that option to change. And for us here as a, a resort, the size that we are, we're just looking to deliver the very best of service that we can and, and the appreciation of what this country has to offer. Again, it's not just the golf. You look at the staycations that were going on, having that, now showcasing what Kilkenny can offer in the H and East on the our coast over here, it's really enlightened some as to what is in certain pockets of the country. So uh, I know for one, I'd like to do a bit more traveling in the next uh, year or so. Whether that be all on the island or whether it might be uh, slightly overseas for me, it's it's right now. It's playing these great golf courses that we have to offer. So I'm looking forward to. Uh, once this is done, maybe getting in the car and venturing off somewhere to play a little bit of golf myself. Come on up to Cairn and uh, scroll on Ross Penny with me. Third week of August. That's that's what I yeah. want. So let's make let's make it a date, huh? But, make it a date. We'll get up there. <laughs> I wouldn't be the best wind player now, so I need a, need a good calm day. <laughs> oh, you can't you can't um, you can't plan that. Come on, like, we're not. we can try. We can try. We're not in Portugal. But um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Yeah. So we're three weeks out now. Um, contrary to many two. people's opinions or two even contrary to many people's two opinions weeks. this, this yeah, is going yeah. out the, the week we, we actually have a chat it's going out in a couple of days so um, I understand people had a chance to play Mount Juliet as a visitor was it last week in, in, in an open singles or a medal was that was that happened last week didn't yeah it? there was an open singles there was an open singles uh, what day are we on here yes an open singles again Monday was just gone and then after that now we don't open back up until the 6th of July, we actually closed this week. So we had the course has a week's rest for Martin and his team to do a real refinery on the golf course and do all the finer detail stuff, um, really getting those greens down nice and tight. So very fortunately for our members, our captain's prize falls this Saturday. So they're going to be playing effectively the Irish Open golf course for the last time before it closes down before the event, which is quite a special moment, I think, to have there. And then we open back up on the 6th, and the following week is our Nicholas single to celebrate 30 years of opening. So we've got a really big month ahead in July, uh, which is great news. You know, we've had some great videos there, and we've had some great welcome wishes from, from Jack himself, uh, Ernie Ells, and Chip Dinner one there last week, and Sam, 
St. Lawrence, Bernard Langer and Nick Fowler have all given us well wishes. So, you know, to be in, the, in their mindset still is very good and they're all very much able to refer back to moments when they were here and and that shows what golf can do and, and these great events mean to these people. So it's, it's been very good. Yeah, and I think people forget that, you know, and I, wanna, I was going to touch on that in terms of maybe this year is an even better year for Mount Julia to host it rather than last year. It would have been great last year, of course. But given, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a milestone year. It's been an anniversary year. It's a big thing. And I think what it showcases is how golf has gone from strength to strength in this country. And here we are 30 years on and we're continuing to grow. We've just built a brand new academy and added another professional to the lineup here. So there's now three of us coaching. You, you come across a new shop. We had a new shop built, and we opened that just last week. So golf is still continuing to be invested in here, and I, and I think that's the same around the country. You see some great work happening up and down of what people have done to their golf courses and their internal works, and professionals that are in the country are very strong. So golf golf is a great place right now, and I think in Ireland they just want to keep going with it, and we can all continue to grow with it. No, it absolutely is. What is paramount for you, I suppose, to, to take out of the next month? Um, and it might be little things you want you want people to experience at the course or the facilities that they might have had the chance over the last couple of years or it could be is there anything in particular you'd like to test yourself um, in terms of how things work over the next month because it's possibly the busiest month of your calendar here yeah it's going to be a busy one you know I think for us the new academy there with the custom fitting going on with the likes of Callaway TaylorMade and Ping all being available that's a big part of what we are now we're working much more into the custom world because everything is custom whether it's a staycation where people have a custom built stay or whether it's a custom built golf club or a golf trip uh, amazingly for us as soon as after the Irish Open we open two days later we're open and ready for public to play so some great experience to be had and for me when I joined in 2017 standing on the first tee thinking, wow, Tiger Woods played here or Tiger Woods won here it was a big thing. So two days later, you could be stood there saying, well, I can't believe Rory hold a putt on this green on Sunday or Shane chipped in here or any of those great memories of what we want to now recreate. And that will be a big focus for us as we go forward is that making more memories for the next younger guys to come through. Because 26 years ago is a, a little bit of a distant memory for some, particularly in uh, the golfing calendar. A little bit. And I suppose that's what people don't realise is, you know, of course, I like Mount Juliet um, this year, like in previous years, for example, Leigh Hinch was closed for, oh, I don't know, a month in advance of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, we were on mats for a couple of weeks and then it was closed for two weeks. And I suppose with other events happening, we had um, the South of Ireland, of course, and we had uh, home internationals yeah. all, in the, all in the same kind of two and a half one period. Yeah. So... Uh, it was totally yeah, no, right time, put now, it that way. So I think Mount Julia no this year is much more set up for further members yeah. and for visitors this time around. Yeah, look, we're only shot for one week. So as we go out there today, the guys are in the full golf course. The back tees are out of action, obviously, you need to protect those. But the rest of it is fully open to play. And then just two days later, there we are again. We're, we're back for everyone to join us. And that's the big thing and the beauty of how the Dubai for Irish Open moves around the country. It allows the general public access to these great golf courses and lets them play them and see them and showcase them as they should be and Paddy and the team over at the Hinch done a great job of showcasing what sort of festival spirit can be created with these great events so unfortunately we can't do that this year however I think what it does do is it only highlights what Ireland can offer to these events it's not just the pure golfing spectacle 
No, absolutely. For a couple of minutes now before I give you your day back, right? Because you're, you're mm-hmm. two weeks out, you know, I'm not taking this time for granted. Let's, let's say I'm one of the lucky few, okay? And, yeah. I, and I get to go. And I want, and I've never visited Mount Juliet before, shame on me. Where are maybe two really good points to see loads of action without, without necessarily having to, to walk the entire state? <laughs> Yeah, there's a couple of there's a couple of points here that you could definitely go on to. For me, I'd be looking around the 14th green, 13th green, 11th tee. There's gonna be a lot of excitement around those holes. There's what would be the typical, generally hardest hole on the golf course for us being mortals. For those guys, the 13th might easily just be down to a driver and a nine iron, driver and a wedge over some water. Then you got a great par three on the 14 just after, and just next to that is the 11th, which is another par three. So the, there's a good chance of a hole in one through that little section or a couple of hole outs. So. I'd definitely be hovering around there, and, and there's also a couple of burger vans, I think, which can uh, also settle the stomach when you get a bit too excited around it. <laughs> <laughs> Other bits, probably be on the front nine. I'd probably look around the par fives. You know, I'd probably look around the eight and just see what's happening there and see if we can uh, get some eagles and some big cheers going. It's going to be a pivotal times around the golf course, and we all know how big 17, 18 finishes at Mount Juliet. I mean, 17 is the hole that decided it last time in the playoffs was. Sam making an eagle, which is uh, quite astonishing when you see it, make an eagle to win a playoff. So there's going to be excitement. You can guarantee that. And with the, the field that we have partaking in the event, it's it's only going to be built and ready for a great spectacle of golf. That's fantastic. Look, I want to thank you very much for your time, as ever. I look forward to, to tipping down there after the, after the event itself. Uh, and shame on yeah. me for, for not visiting sooner than I did a couple of years ago. But <laughs> I definitely tend to get down there, protocol allowing, you know, two or three times a year. It's phenomenal. And I would encourage anybody else to go down and experience it if you haven't already. It's truly, truly an unbelievable setup down there. And it's only getting better and better by the sounds of it. So, so Matt Sandercock, thank you very much for your time, my friend. Thanks, buddy. Take care. See you soon. That was Matt Sondercock of Mount Juliet, Director of Golf, down there. If you enjoyed the episode, share it with a friend. If you want to hear more from what I do, <laughs> go to www.paddytalksgolf.com. There's a timesheet there for you to join. There's a monthly giveaway, well, every month. And um, that's normally like a value of about 50 quid, by the way. Sometimes 100. Um, so be sure to join us. There are hats, visors, and Keelan Rafferty bucket hats. Keelan, don't be chasing me for getting rich off commission on those. Um, but actually, do yeah, Keelan. Uh, send me a DM there. One should definitely be arriving in your door pretty soon. Um, but yeah, look at uh, Embrace the weather, folks. Get out there. Make an excuse to go golf and bring the kids with you, bring the wife with you. Um, your wife should already be with you. Uh, you should absolutely get your family to play. And bring the pets with you and get everybody out into the fresh air. It's been closed for long enough. Um, can you tell that I enjoy golfing back? Yes, I do. If you're still listening at this point of this week's episode, fair play. Um, DM me on Instagram and I'll give you a little code for the old website. All right, I've got a tea time. Until we tea it up again soon, I'm Paddy. Paddy.